0: Dhk News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirofsky. The headlines, an infectious disease expert urges the government to ban residents of a housing block at the center of a COVID-19 outbreak from leaving home for three days. An expert on public health warns that social distancing measures that the SAR used in the past may be ineffective against Omicron. And a group of housing rights activists say a new law to protect tenants could be a toothless tiger just a day before it comes into effect. Some infectious diseases experts say residents of a Kwaichung housing block at the center of a COVID-19 outbreak should be banned from leaving home for three days to prevent the virus from spreading. Health officials ordered the nightly tests for Yat-Kwai House at Guaichung Estate on every night until and including Sunday after 15 residents and a security guard got infected. One of the experts who made the call, respiratory medicine specialist Leng-Chi Chu, said the government should be, provide the residents with food and daily necessities so they can stay home until all cases in the building are identified. He said health officials must act now to, spread, to stop the infections from spreading. We need to close the area immediately uh, to avoid uh, people who, despite uh, test uh, negative initially, can turn positive very rapidly within hours. And they can uh, transmit the infection at their workplace or in other place they visit uh, if, if we do not uh, close the area quickly. We need to coordinate all for at least three days so that uh, most of those cases uh, occurring after uh, the initial uh, of the disease uh, will appear. From tomorrow, people in Yakwai House will have to show a negative test result if they want to leave the block in the morning. But for now, residents can still leave as they wish. Most residents who spoke to RTHK said they don't mind the nightly tests, but have some issues with the government's COVID policy. It's right for them to arrange for tests, but if we go on like this, it doesn't matter what you do. If we'd closed the border, then the virus wouldn't have come in. The air crew members were also running everywhere, and this virus is so infectious. Now there are outbreaks in all 18 districts.
1: I want to buy some food in advance because we'll soon need to show a negative test result before they allow us to go out, and I have a son who needs medical treatment at home. It's OK that they test us for the coming three Three days, But let us know what time. We have no idea when they'll start doing the tests.
0: Disinfection at the building has been stepped up with staff cleaning the floors and the gates. A prominent medical expert is urging the elderly to get vaccinated against COVID-19 as soon as possible, saying there appear to be undetected infections across Hong Kong. Professor Benjamin Cowling from the University of Hong Kong School of Public Health says measures used in the previous waves of infection, such as working from home and school closures, may not be enough now, as the Omicron variant is much more transmissible than previous variants.
1: If we look at the measures that were used in the third wave and the fourth wave, meaning school closures, work at home, stopping larger groups of people gathering and so on. Those measures in the third and fourth wave were just about enough to control that virus. Omicron that we face now is much more transmissible, and I'm not sure that those measures used before would be sufficient to control Omicron in the community now.
0: He said the focus should be on elderly vaccinations rather than allowing children as young as five to get inoculated. Professor Cowling also said in order to cull hamsters and small animals that arrived in the SAR in late December came too late. The chairman of the Direct Subsidy Scheme Schools Council has welcomed the decision to suspend in-person classes for secondary schools from Monday. Dion Chan said it is a sensible decision because of recent cases among secondary school students. He said school staff and teachers were also concerned by the recent spike in cases, and studying from home was logical.
1: You can see like this week, especially this week, that quite a few students in different schools have been infected of COVID-19. So, uh, I think not just only the student themselves, but also the parents and also the schools are concerned about whether it was spread the uh, you know COVID nineteen to other people in schools if uh, the online, uh, I mean the face-to-face lesson is continued.
0: Overnight COVID lockdowns have ended at three housing blocks in Tinshui Wai, Wan, and Changshawan after three residents had earlier tested preliminary positive for the coronavirus. No new cases were found. In total, over 3,000 people had been tested. A group of housing rights activists has warned that a new law capping rent hikes at 10% at the end of a two year contract could be a toothless tiger just a day before it comes into effect. The Concerning Grassroot Housing Rights Alliance handed in a letter to the Rating and Valuations Department calling on it to set up a direct reporting hotline for tenants and urging it to spell out its enforcement procedures. Jenny Lee from the Alliance said this would encourage tenants to report landlords who don't comply with the new law. The whole process of how the tenants can report and the enforcement detail is very not clear for them. And so actually if the law is enforced but the information cannot pass to the tenants, actually it is nothing for them. If the enforcement is not clear, the tenants actually will not try to take the risk to accuse the landlords because they were afraid that the landlords will stop the rent and they will have no place to go. So the government should show a very clear and the process the enforcement so that the tenants can know that
2: okay i'm being protected my right is being protected
0: turning overseas the british foreign secretary liz truss is warning moscow that invading ukraine would lead to a terrible loss of life like the soviet takeover of, of afghanistan or the war in chechnya she'll deliver a speech in the coming hours during a visit to australia in which she'll urge democracies to resist russian aggression the bbc's steve jackson reports
2: There's been a flurry of diplomatic activity in recent days as NATO countries try to deter Moscow from making any moves against Ukraine. In her speech, Liz Truss will call on Vladimir Putin to desist and step back, and she'll appeal to democracies in Asia and the Pacific to stand with their Western allies to force Russia to de-escalate.
0: Moscow has 100,000 troops massed on the Ukrainian border, but insists it has no plans to invade. The United States has charged four government officials from Belarus with aircraft piracy over the diversion of a passenger plane in order to arrest a journalist. The incident took place last May when a Ryanair plane was traveling from Greece to Lithuania and it was forced to divert to Minsk, as the BBC's Peter Bose reports. The plane was diverted after the Belarusian authorities said there was a suspected bomb threat. When it landed in Minsk, prosecutors say
2: passengers were ordered onto airport buses and later detained at the terminal where the Belarusian opposition journalist Roman Protasevich and his partner were led away. The prosecutors added that no bomb was found, and earlier this week, a United Nations
0: aviation report described the bomb threat as deliberately false. The defendants remain at large in Belarus. Rescue teams in western Ghana are searching for survivors after a huge explosion in a village raised hundreds of buildings to the ground. A local official said 17 bodies had been found after the blast in Apayate, near the town of Bogoso. But there are fears many more are buried under the rubble. Police say the blast happened when a truck carrying explosives to a mine collided with a motorbike. The BBC's Will Ross reports. This was an extremely powerful explosion that's left hundreds of buildings completely flattened. The community of Apiate is in ruins, homes and shops reduced to piles of wood, smashed bricks and twisted metal. Bodies have been pulled from the rubble. We don't yet know how many lives were lost. Ghana's president described it as a sad, tragic and unfortunate incident and has promised government help for the people of Apiate. Ghanaians are questioning whether there are strict rules and safety checks governing the transportation of large quantities of explosives on the country's busy roads. The British singer Adele has announced that she's postponing a planned residency in Las Vegas just 24 hours before the opening night. In an Instagram video, she said COVID had made it impossible to deliver the show her fans deserved. The BBC's Sophie Long has more.
2: In a video uploaded to social media along with a broken heart emoji, Adele was unable to hold back tears as she told her fans how sorry she was. She said she and her team had done absolutely everything they could to pull the show together. But due to delivery delays and the fact that half her crew had now contracted COVID-19, it had been impossible to finish the show. Weekends with Adele, as the residency is titled, was supposed to kick off this Friday evening. The 33-year-old superstar apologized to all those who've already traveled to Las Vegas and said all
0: dates will be rescheduled. A British-Belgian teenager has become the youngest woman to fly around the world. 19-year-old Zara Rutherford arrived in Belgium after a five-month journey that took her through 52 countries. The BBC's Jessica Parker watched her land.
2: First there was a fly past, then the landing. Zara Rutherford's family, friends and fans were there to greet her. As she climbed out of the cockpit of her plane, which weighs only 300 kilos, she held two framed world records. She's the youngest woman to fly solo around the world and the youngest person to circumnavigate the globe in a microlight. This isn't just a big personal achievement for the 19-year-old. She says she wants to encourage more girls and young women into science, engineering and aviation.
0: A, dis- a dispute has deepened between Airbus and one of its largest customers, Qatar Airways, with the announcement that the European firm is rescinding a contract to supply 50 A321 aircraft. It comes as a court in London has begun hearing the Qatari Airlines' claims for compensation over alleged technical problems with larger A350 jets. The airline says its regulator in Qatar has ordered the grounding of the planes over problems such as cracked window frames and corrosion. But the EU's Aviation Safety Agency says it hasn't found any issues with the jets. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,752. That's 201 points down on the previous close. Turnover was 89.1 billion. To currencies, the U.S. dollar will now is trading at 113.75 to the yen. The euro is standing at one U.S. dollar and 13 cents, and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 58 cents. Sport now and defending champions Algeria have been eliminated from the Africa Cup of Nations in Cameroon. They lost 3-1 to Ivory Coast in their final group game. Algeria came into the tournament on the back of a 35-match unbeaten run, but finished bottom of Group E with just one point from three games. Football journalist Mahir Masai says Algeria failed to take their chances.
2: Heading into this match, Algeria were leading all sides with 63% possession. Today against the Ivory Coast, they had 56% possession. Algeria also had the most touches out of any side in the opposition penalty area. So the build-up play was okay for Algeria, but there was a lack of execution, a lack of sharpness in the final third throughout the tournament, and that was on display again today. Algeria not converting any of their chances and eventually getting hit on the counterattack too many times by a very, very good Ivory Coast side. The coach uh, spoke in the press conference, and he said that... uh, he takes all the blame, uh, but I don't think he said, I don't think we can call this a crisis yet. Remember, the World Cup qualifiers, the, the playoffs, are set to take place just in a month and a half time. So they're going to have to rebound, bounce back, get their mind right, and prepare for that because that's that's a major objective for Algeria, and it's coming in a very short period of time.
0: Ivory Coast topped their group in, to line up a uh, mouth-watering last 16 showdown of Egypt on Wednesday. Equatorial Guinea are also through from Group E after beating Sierra Le- Leone 1-0. That also ensured debutants Comoros progress to the knockout stage as one of the four best-ranked third-place teams. Liverpool are through to the English League Cup final thanks to two goals to, at the Emirates from Diogo Jato. Alexander-Arnold finds Jota off the chest. Jota goal works! Jota on a double! Liverpool increased their lead. Jota had a goal in each half as Liverpool beat Arsenal 2-0 in their League Cup semi-final second leg at Emirates. Following a nil-nil finish in the first, they'll face Chelsea in the final at Wembley at the end of February. Here's the Liverpool boss, Jurgen Klopp. Chelsea, um, look, you play a final likely that we will face an outstanding strong team (laughs) that's what happened now but uh nevertheless we wanted to qualify for it so that's what we did and um rembley is a special place how we all know yeah there are a lot of games to play until then so it's not now that you just play next week or whatever so a lot of games to play we will see um where we are um then but um we really put a lot of um, effort in 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 this in this uh, competition, and uh, uh, we already want to go through. And so, when you go through, when you're in the final, there's absolutely no reason to be part of the final if you don't want to win it. At the Australia Open Tennis, Barbara Krechevelkova fought back a, uh, from a set and a breakdown to overcome Helena Ostapenko in a tough three-set battle between former French Open champions in the Rod Laver Arena. Up next for the fourth seed is the two-time Australian Open champion, Victoria Azarenka, who eased past the 15th seed, Elena Svitolina, 6-love, six 6-2. Six Maria Sicari, seeded fifth, is also through to the fourth round, along with Spain's Paula Badosa, the eighth, the eighth seed. And to end the news, we'll go to the weather. It'll be mainly cloudy, but with a few bright periods, uh, moderate to fresh easterly winds, occasionally strong offshore. Uh, Rainy in the next two days, windy at first tomorrow. Current temperature is 19 degrees Celsius, and the humidity is 72%. And that's the 1 o'clock news from RTHK. Stay focused and be devoted to perfection. Keep believing and pass on the values
1: we embrace. Be persistent. Conquer every challenge and move on. The ICAC's mission remains the same. Uphold a fair and clean Hong Kong. Stand firm against corruption. Our mission continues. Hong Kong, our advantage is you and the ICAC. Report Corruption Hotline 25266366. Given the volatility of the
2: pandemic, please get the third COVID-19 vaccination dose soon. The antibody level will drop over time after receiving a vaccine. Getting the third jab gives extra protection to guard against the virus. Most importantly, it reduces the risks of severe disease and death. The mutant strains are highly contagious. Get the first and second doses soon if you haven't done so and receive the third one on time to protect yourself and those around you. Enhance protection. Get all three doses.
1: but I know that I'll make, make it, it out alive If I quit calling you my love Needle and the bread gotta get you out of my head needle and the bread gonna wind up dead needle and the bread gotta get you out of my head needle and the bed gonna wind up dead